Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we talk about how to guarantee growth. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. And in this episode, we are talking about how you can guarantee growth, how you can essentially assure that you are going to make progress in your life. You're going to move forward consistently and for the rest of your life. And that I think is really the goal. You know, most of us measure progress based on our how much we've moved towards whatever the goal is, right? You know, so we want to lose weight and so we we measure progress based on what the scale says that morning and how close it is to our target or we measure progress based on how many promotions we've had and and how that relates back to our actual target. But truthfully, that's not really how progress should be measured. Progress really should be measured as have you moved forward from where you were. At its core, progress is a measurement against where you used to be, not a measurement against where you want to be. And that is a really interesting shift in the way you think about growth and progress, because it means that even if you never actually hit that end goal, right, even if you never hit that weight target, even if you never hit that financial target, if you never get that specific promotion, you never make it into the C-suite, you can still look backwards and be happy with the growth that you've had, with the progress that you've gained from the work that you've put in. Because progress is still good even if you don't hit the target. So that's the first thing I want to start off with is just sort of a shift in the way you think about progress and growth. Because I think that measuring your growth and measuring your progress against where you want to be, while that is valuable, it also can lead to really negative places if it's if it's done poorly, meaning you never recognize the change that you've accomplished. You never recognize how far you've actually come. You just focus on the outcome. And I, and I, I really think that this shift in the way we think about growth and progress is what allows us to consider the journey versus the actual end goal. 
So with that said, what we need to tackle in this episode is four main things. So the first is why change and growth doesn't happen just by showing up. We need to talk about the need for purposeful growth. We need to talk about how purposeful growth works and what I call the zone of ideal pressure. Maybe this has a better name, but I don't know it. So I'm calling it the zone of ideal pressure. And then finally, we need to talk about how to keep yourself in that ideal zone. So let's start here. Why does change and growth not happen just by showing up? Well, we are wired as creatures. We are wired to keep what we have, right? We keep what we know rather than pursuing the unknown. And by definition, progress and change is the unknown. It might be a positive change. It might be positive outcome. It might be better than where we are, but it is the unknown until we have it. And it is safer, it is a safer choice to keep what we know, even if that thing isn't positive, even if that thing is inherently not good, it is safer to keep that than it is to venture out chasing something that is unknown and potentially end up with worse and losing the thing that we already have. In addition to that, in my book, when I was doing research for it, I uncovered or found, I didn't really discover it, it somebody else did the research, I just sort of found what they did that we tend to put a little piece of our identity into the things and the situations that we find ourselves in. Meaning, if we are in a certain situation, right, we're at a certain financial level or we struggle with our credit score or whatever it is, right, to some extent, whether we're conscious of it or not, to some extent, that is who we are. We believe that that is who we are. That is a part of our identity, And if we are to pursue change, if we are to change things, that would mean in this model of things, that would mean changing our identity. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried doing that, but it does not work. So progress, change, growth, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't happen just by showing up. It doesn't happen by setting the goal and being there every day. It doesn't happen by by just being in the room. You have to actively, actively pursue change. You have to force change and growth because that is the only way that you change something as extreme as your identity. And that is why there is a need for purposeful growth. And what is purposeful, excuse me, growth exactly? Well, it is the process. and, And again, I don't know the actual names for these things. I'm not an expert in any of these areas. I just share what works for me and what I've done research on, right? So purposeful growth is the process of identifying where you are and purposefully taking a step forward. Now, let me give you an example that uh, is relevant to me right now. So historically, I struggle with finances. I struggle with remembering to pay things on time. I struggle with my credit score and managing that. I struggle with my enormous amounts of student loan debt. Like many of you, I struggle with finances and my personal finances probably the most in any area of my life. And the stress from that then bleeds out into other areas like my health and my time with uh, my relationships, my time with the people I love, so on and so forth. Now, I can look at that and that is a part of my identity right now, right? If I want to change that, it's not going to be as simple as let me just create a budget 
and like try to change the behavior. Like it's not going to be that simple because I need to fundamentally change an identity. It's going to take a little bit more force than that. So what can I do? What am I doing? Well, I decided, all right, I'm going to create a budget like that is a, that is a thing. But before that, I'm going to get in the, the habit, the process of documenting every single thing that happens, every expense that is made, every charge that happens, every uh, bill that's due, every debt that I owe, everything financially, I'm going to document into a single place. Then I'm going to make sure I'm checking and updating that every single day. Now, why am I doing those two things? Well, one, I'm doing a massive overhaul, right? I'm, I'm uh, building this dashboard essentially of my entire financial life. And that kind of massive action is what allows you to shake up your identity. Then I am checking and updating it every single day. I'm building a habit around it. I'm building a habit so that this thing stays top of top of mind, excuse me, at all times. Now, just by doing these two things, making this massive change, building out this huge thing and doing the day to day of of uh, maintaining it and building it into my identity over time, that will change my behavior over time. That will change how I think about my finances and that will create a situation where I feel more comfortable in this area. And that's what purposeful growth actually looks like. It's figuring out the area that you want to grow in, making a drastic change in that area, and then consciously choosing to show up every day. Now, when we get back, we're going to talk about how uh, the ideal zone of pressure plays into this. And also, we're going to talk about how to keep yourself in that ideal zone of pressure. So stay tuned for that. Now, if you haven't already, you need to check out Progress First. Progress First is the first ever collection by Tiny Leaps. It is a collection of items, apparel, uh, accessories that are designed to support you in your life, in your day-to-day life, in those moments when this podcast can't be there. When you, Whoever your favorite motivational person is, when they can't be there, the Progress First collection will be. It's for that person who prioritizes progress in their lives. They make progress a priority. They wake up earlier. They go to sleep later. They sacrifice whatever they need to sacrifice and they choose the things that they want to grow in. So if you haven't checked it out yet, head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com. That's www.shoptinyleaps.com. You need to head over there right now because on January 1st, this whole thing goes away. I'm getting rid of all of it because you've got to make a choice. Like progress isn't going to happen if you sit around waiting. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. No, pick it up now before it all disappears. www.shoptinyleaps.com. And we are back. We're talking about how to guarantee growth in your life, how to guarantee progress. And so far, we've talked about why change and growth doesn't happen just by showing up, why we are wired to keep what we have to stay where we are. And we've talked about how you need to create purposeful growth, where you need to shake things up and then add the day-to-day of adding your, your new identity, your new behavior, your new habits. Now let's talk about the ideal zone of pressure. So what is this? Growth happens. It doesn't happen when you're in the same situation that you've always been in, right? If, if you are in the same situation you've always been in, you're going to get the same results that you've always gotten, right? But it doesn't happen when you're in a situation that is so uncomfortable that you feel like curling up into a ball and crying. Like that doesn't create growth either. 
What you want is the point between those two. And that's what I call the ideal zone of pressure. This is the concept of, uh, I believe, eustress, right? There's two different types of stress, distress and eustress. Eustress is stress that pushes you forward and gets you to take action. Distress is stress that freaks you out and makes you curl into a corner crying, right? That's not the scientific definitions, by the way. Uh, so this is what eustress looks like. It's that ideal zone of pressure. It's just enough pressure to get yourself to take action, but not so much that you are constantly frustrated and angry and want to curl into a ball and cry and never get out of bed. And I think that that's why like many people when they're to use the weight loss example, because the first one that comes to mind, uh, we tend to, okay, I'm going to cut out everything, right? I'm going to cut out all my sugars. I'm not going to eat carbs. I'm I'm not going to have too much fat. I'm going to track my calories. I'm going to check my weight every day. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do drink 17 shakes. I'm going to do the apple cider vinegar challenge, like all these things, right? We decide we're going to do all of it all the time at once. Now that is too much stress. I know I just talked about how you need to create this sort of drastic shift, but that's not what I mean. I don't mean change everything about your life in one moment. Like that is too much stress that will break you and you will fall back into your habits and your routines because that's what humans do. In times of stress, we fall into the patterns that we've already established. So we don't want to create so much stress that we fall back into those patterns because that's just going to reinforce the pattern. That's just going to reinforce the stress and that's just going to cause more stress. So what do we want to do? Well, we do want to shake things up. We want to create an environment where we are feeling pressure. If we go back to my example with finances, I felt pressure from my lack of understanding of finances and the issues that that was causing in my personal life. As a solution, I decided, okay, I'm going to document everything. I'm going to put it all down. And that took a while. That was probably four hours, four hours to track it all down, to get it all into a spreadsheet, to make sure it's accurate, to figure out the formatting, to write out the formulas, all of that stuff. It took a while. But it wasn't so stressful that I would break underneath it. It felt productive. It felt like I was moving forward. So it's a big drastic step that doesn't break me. And then on a day-to-day basis, I go in and I update it and I check it. And that keeps it top of mind for me. And that builds the habit. That's what the ideal zone of pressure needs to be like. You need to do something or create something that puts enough pressure on you that you are willing to take action. For some, if it's fitness related, this might mean investing in a personal trainer, but not one that is trying to make you throw up at the end of your workout if you've never worked out before. I had a trainer like that once. It wasn't fun. Needless to say, I didn't re-sign with him. But like that might be what it needs to be. And if you don't have a personal trainer, it might just be getting an accountability partner who will actually hold you accountable. So much of the problem with accountability partners nowadays is that we just sort of send a text like, hey, did you go do the thing? No, I didn't have time. Okay, check you tomorrow. Like that's not accountability. Accountability is, hey, go do this thing or I'm coming to your house and I'm dragging you there myself. Find that person. Either way, though, you've got to find some kind of pressure, some source of stress that is enough to get you to take action, but not enough that it cripples you. And then how do you, once you find that ideal zone of pressure, how do you stay there so that you're constantly growing? Because that is the secret to consistent growth over time. It's always being in that ideal zone. It's always being in that place where there's enough pressure to drive action, but not enough that it crushes you. 
Well, there's three main ways that I've done this for myself. The first is to seek out people that are further ahead of you. You won't get anywhere by hanging out with the same people. You won't get anywhere by hanging out with people that are on your level. Like those people are amazing. They can be your colleagues, your friends, but you have to keep moving forward. And the way you move forward is to reach. It's to leap. It's to move. It's not to stay in the same place that you've always been. So that's number one. Seek out people that are further ahead in your particular goal. And this can be from a distance, right? This can be reading books or listening to podcasts or whatever it is. Or it can be people in person, somebody you met at the gym, somebody who does finances at, I don't know, some bank. I I don't know. Find the person, right? (laughs) Find the person for you. That might be a coach. That might be a mentor. Whatever it is, find that person and try to connect with them. Or find social groups of people who are interested in the same things, but a little bit further ahead. Now, number two, once you've found people that are further ahead, number two is to be honest with where you are. So many of us, we we tend to make things seem better in our heads than they actually are. We tend to try to play up things, right? Because we want to, I don't know, we want to feel like we've accomplished something. And it's just nonsense. It's a waste of time, honestly. It's a, it's a waste of time and energy and effort, and it's holding you back. Just be honest with where you are. If you suck at finances, admit that you suck at finances. If you are not an entrepreneur, just don't be an entrepreneur. If it like, just be honest with where you're at. That doesn't mean you can't improve, but being honest is the first step of improving. Being honest is the thing that allows you to seek out the resources you need in order to move forward. If you aren't honest with where you are, if you think you are amazing and really you kind of suck, you're never going to stop sucking. Like the only way you stop sucking is to realize, oh, I kind of suck. Let me find a resource to improve on this. So that's number two, be honest with where you are. And then finally, number three, and this is a term, I'm going to use a gaming term right now. Don't get tilted. So when you're gaming and you are trying to do something and you screw it up and or something bad happens and you get angry and you throw the mouse and the keyboard or the controller and you punch a hole in the wall or your monitor, as I've seen some people do in a video like that's getting tilted, right? We all do that, though. That's not just a gaming thing. We all do that in our lives. Things happen that frustrate us and we get angry and and we get upset about it and we dwell on it for the rest of the day. And then we talk about it at night with our partners. And then the next morning we realize we had a dream about it. Then we're journaling about it. And then we go into work the next day and we're still pissed off at Sharon because Sharon did something to us. Like that's we, we all do that in some form. But the truth is, it's not worth it. Growth can't happen when you're tilted because growth affects or or rather being tilted affects your ability to execute. Being angry and upset and frustrated is going to pull away from your ability to think clearly and to take the actions that you need to take and to manage your time well and to do X, Y, Z. So just chill, bro. Hang out, relax. Something bad happens, do the best you can to roll it off. And I know that that's not easy. I definitely am not great at it, but do the best you can. So with all of that said, to review here really quickly, change and growth doesn't happen just by showing up. You have to be purposeful with it. You have to try and make it happen. And you do that by entering the ideal zone of pressure and staying there for as long as you can. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, I highly, highly recommend that you head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com and pick something up from the Progress First collection. Uh, I'm super, super proud of this and a lot of the community have been supporting it. So far, the best selling item is the uh, Progress Over Perfection baseball cap. I'm actually wearing one right now and it comes in a bunch of colors. So check it out, www.shoptinyleaps.com and do it today, do it right now because January 1st is coming before you know it and I will be taking everything down on January 1st so don't wait until the holidays really kick into motion and you get distracted and then you're gonna forget and then January 1st you're gonna go on the site and be like oh crap I forgot to get it is it still there hopefully hopefully and it won't be like it just truly will not be I'm taking it down January 1st probably at midnight depending on on what I end up doing that night so www.shoptinyleaps.com right now. Pick it up before it all goes away. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. <laughs>